You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Hey, thanks for joining me today. And uh, I just want to remind you, we're kicking off an all-new At The Movie series on all of our Eastside campuses this weekend where we take Hollywood blockbusters, unpack spiritual and biblical truths from them, and it's just a fantastic opportunity to invite someone to join you. And uh, just a reminder, you can only see this series on an Eastside campus because of copyright laws. We can't show it online or on demand. But we have a great socially distanced, experienced plan and another great series for those of you who do join us online. So this week, we're, we're wrestling with some challenging spiritual truths. Uh, years ago, author Bruce Wilkinson introduced the concept of the three, three chairs to identify where we're at spiritually. Chair number one is identified by commitment. Chair number two, by compromise. Chair number three, by complacency. And today, I want you to think about when it comes to your connection with God, are you in chair number one, chair number two, or chair number three? Chair number one people describe their connection with God as a relationship. Followers of Jesus realize God is not some uninterested, preoccupied, cold-hearted cosmic being watching you from a distance. They want to know God more, live in a way that acknowledges his presence in their lives every day. They, they walk with God, talk with God every day. Chair one people. But chair two people think of their relationship with God other than relationship, more like religion. They don't really have a personal relationship with Jesus. Uh, to them, church is religion. It's a list of do's and don'ts, regulations, rules, restrictions. It's a ritual to be endured rather than a relationship to be enjoyed. Church is more of a duty. If you go or you watch online, you leave unchanged. And there are people who play churchianity. They play religious games. They're no different, no more transformed, no more spiritually mature today than they were a year ago, five years ago, 20 or 30 years ago. Their faith doesn't impact their family life, doesn't impact their marriage. Their faith doesn't impact their personal finances. Their faith doesn't impact their career. Did you know Jesus called these people hypocrites? And he said that to the most outwardly religious people of his day. He told them they were chair two people. That's kind of scary. Now for chair three people, the word to describe their connection with God is rebellion. This person has turned their back on God. They don't want anything to do with him. They say, at this point in my life, I'm completely content to sit in the lounge chair of life. And they're willing to roll the dice that they can make it through this life and the next without God. And friends, I want to just give you a warning as lovingly and as compassionately as I can. The longer you sit in chair three, the more comfortable it becomes. And it's tougher to get out of that the longer you sit in it. Now let's contrast how people in these three chairs view the Bible. A chair where one person submits to the Bible. I mean, when they open it, they read it, they study it with a spirit that says, God, change me, convict me. A chair two person respects the Bible. They see the Bible as a great book with important things to say. They place a high premium on it. But, you know, let's not get carried away. I mean, let's not OD on it. They might consult it at times and, and maybe they view it, you know, just a little higher than what Dr. Phil might say. A chair number three person most likely owns a Bible, but most likely it doesn't 
own them. In fact, some people in chair three doubt the Bible is trustworthy and it feels old and outdated and made up. And, and this is so important because your view of the Bible is going to shape your thoughts about everything and your value system. Now, some of you know that you're seated in chair two today. And that is such a dangerous place to be. It's probably why I've talked a lot more about this chair this week more than the others. Because I know a lot about chair two because I've sat in chair two a fair amount of time in my own life. There's a, there's a perfect though haunting description of chair two people in Revelation 3. Jesus says, I know your deeds that you're neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you're lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. We're not called to be lukewarm, mediocre, middle-of-the-road, compromised faith people. So today, if you know you're in chair two when it comes to God and Christianity has become more of a religion than a relationship to you, if the Bible has kind of become more of a book that you respect than a book you submit to, I want to invite you today to slide over to chair one and to be a chair one fully committed follower of Jesus in close relationship who opens the Bible with passion to listen and obey. God, that's my prayer that, that we will not just be hearers of your word only, but that we will be doers and that our relationship with you will just saturate every area of our lives, how we think, how we approach decisions, how we do relationships and finances and careers. May we put you first in everything. I ask it in the name of the one who put us first when he died on a cross, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me today. We'll wrap things up this week tomorrow. See you then.